Another week in the basement podcast studios of First Amendment Sports on an early Nat shift. He's Kevin Ricca. And it is F Pittsburgh Tuesday, I believe, across the board in town in the, in the finest city in the nation. This is we're gonna talk chronicling. About Marvin. Yeah. yeah, of course. Well, we're chronically, well, that's right. We get that part right this week. Our own freaking theme song. That was um, me. That was me. Uh, Chronicling the weekly struggle of the 2018 Washington Nationals season, um, it's a good Tuesday because we're, t- we're we've won two in a row um, and we're currently winning six uh, nothing against uh, Pittsburgh tonight Tuesday night, which is always a good way to start the week. It right, is. The, the Tuesday night game starts the week stats. Starts the week. Starts the week. And around here, we went three and three this weekend. Yes, it was a struggle. Third best week of the season. But it was the third best week of the season. That's huge. We haven't had the third best week of the season for a while. Are we sure it's not the second best week of the season? I only, we, we came out the gate strong. And I we three and three and four. Three and four was our yes. second week of the season. Yeah. All right, three and three. It's our second best week of the season, brother. Sometimes that's when a tie helps uh, a good team. I, I, I don't know if Pittsburgh has an MLS team, but I imagine they wouldn't allow it in <laughs> city limits, so... There's no good soccer players in Pittsburgh, but that's not what yeah. we came here to talk about tonight. That's tomorrow's show. Uh, all right, let's talk about the week that was. Um, the Nationals started the night 13-16 and 16 on the season. Uh, not exactly um, the record I would have predicted, uh, but um, neither would I have suggested we would be fourth in the NL East at any point for the entire summer. So... These, this is a reality. We are below 500. We're five and a half back of the first place New York Mets. We still don't have double-digit losses. Um, but uh, we've, won in two, we've won two in a row, and we got Strasburg and uh, Scherzer back-to-back. Um, I like our chances of, of, you know, Harper hit one out tonight. I know we're kind of putting the card ahead of the horse as far as the week that was, but the week ended... So strong, um, and in a way that makes you think, like, yeah, they're a good team, you know. Well, the formula now, with three superstars on the bench, the formula is get into the seventh inning with our starter, sixth or seventh, let the bullpen do work, and get some timely hitting, and that's the only chance we got without the superstars around us that are just individually ridiculous. But, Ken, what I love about this week, brother, is our bullpen came to pitch. Terrible, terrible week last week. Terrible. The worst week of the season, followed up by, hands down, the best week of the season. I mean, I think in 16.1 innings, they only gave up nine hits and two earned runs. No home runs. So we can't point the finger at the bullpen this week, is, nope. is what I'm saying. Uh, starting pitching, I think, was average-ish. And, and we didn't score runs. We haven't scored runs, man. Whew. We're not, uh, we, no regular starters hitting above that 300 clip, which, like you mentioned earlier, was... Uh, like to Bryce Harper not getting to see pitches and see it's got to be a little frustrating for him, but he just unleashed fury on an opposite field three-run shot that had to feel pretty damn good. And what happens when he starts cruising, especially hitting at the opposite field? We've all seen it. Well, it'll be interesting to see if if they bat him leadoff again tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, because can Clint Hurdle start the game by putting word. him on first base? <laughs> is that is that a possibility? He does not want to pitch though. He really doesn't. I feel like he has to, but he doesn't want to. 
that to me, that's going to be the story of Bryce Harper's season is what he's able to do with one pitch per at bat at most yeah. to actually hit. Because well, that that turns into two or three when you get back some of these horses. I hope so. And, and, and it might take them a while to adjust. We know it always does. But Murphy never takes a while. He seems to hop right in there. Rendon will be all right. But, man, it just... Uh, don't think we're going to see Eaton for a little bit, Ken. So Eaton is progressing, they say. That he's not... He's, they, uh, they say some days he doesn't feel any pain, and some days he does feel pain. This is uh, related to what was called a... Um, ankle bone bruise, right? Mm-hmm. Left side. At first they said, you know, they, he scared up some scar tissue, but um, my understanding of the Eaton situation anyways is that they're just not going to rush it. Yeah. But I, I haven't heard anything yet that's bad news about the fact that he could be gone for, you know, just like, you know, I don't think we're, we're, we're canceling him out for the rest of the season. I mean, I... I mean, God, I have no sympathy whatsoever for Dodgers fans or Red Sox fans or Yankees fans or a lot of people's fans. Um, but the reality of when a guy like Corey Seager, just, all of a sudden you just wake up and he's gone for the season. Yeah, but you look out there and you look at that big old fat checkbook and then you look, I know. And then you look up the beltway and you see a guy uh, in, in black and, and orange right now who uh, just might have gotten the, the Orioles a ton more prospects than they might have yeah. if not for something like that. It happened at a time where they can actually, you know, yep. make some maneuvers. But yeah, that's stink. You don't, you don't wish that on your worst enemy. And, and that don't. hasn't happened. The point for, is, is that's not the case with I, Adam Eaton. No, you just said that. You just gave me the willies. I'm yeah. not, I was never even thinking about it like that. I know we are kid gloves and taking our time. Yeah. And, and listen, I'm not comparing any injuries, but someone who has torn his ACL. And I, I went down coming back from that in game action, and it was scar tissue. I thought I redid it. The initial feeling, the way it feels, the shock, the whole thing is the same. Then I jogged up the field and it was nothing. And I was told it was scar tissue. But then the next two days, I felt like I couldn't move. I think this is something similar that's happened. And they just said, let's put the brakes on this. Let's make sure when he comes back, it's at 100%. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we've, we've started nine different outfielders this year. I mean, that's insane to me. That's, that's three starting threesomes. Nine guys, eight, eight different infielders have played. Well, I mean, we're back on that track again. We got you know, a big, big one. Who maybe he won't be the tenth, but he'll be he'll be at least the tenth when when Robles comes. Man, he would have been. Yeah, well, he would have taken someone else's yeah. slot. Yeah, it would have been fun to watch him for the last couple of weeks. Yeah, he, he'll he'll be here. I'm not, and then I'm not worried no. about Robles either. And and the good the, the news is good on Rendon and um, on Murphy. Murphy's rejoined the team now that the weather's changed, which I think thought was a funny um, way of for him to describe it. But yeah, he's back with the team. Um, he's he's working out. I mean, he's, he's on his way back. Uh, they uh, they think Rendon's going to definitely get a rehab assignment. I, I think I think he'll, will Murphy get a rehab assignment too? Probably, uh, I'm guessing absolutely. he will be. Yeah, having him back here, uh, his value on the bench is you know is ridiculous. Him just being around these young guys, anybody, his baseball knowledge is ridiculous. He'll be in the game for the next 50 years. The guy lives, eats, breathes, and sleeps it. Yeah. He will be an outstanding manager. Having him back up here is certainly going to help us out yep. one way or another while he's doing his little rehab stint. I was psyched to see him in the dugout. Just having him around seems amazing to me. Um, who were the – so besides the, the bullpen, uh, was Trey – did Trey have the best week of, of all of our batters? Yeah, I mean, 25 at-bats with 11 hits. He's got, you know, three different extra base hits, stole three bases. I mean, he was all over the place. Three ribbies, four runs, you know, he – 
he was Trey Turner. You know, you could see him. He just he was feeling it. He looked like a kid out there playing, and not not the frustrated Trey that, you know, is he has the ability with some body language. No, nothing major. Just it was frustrating. But yeah, Trey Trey had a nice little uh, nice little six game stretch there, man. Uh, but Matt Adams heated it up last week. And uh, Adams did heat it up last week. He's heating it up tonight. And then yeah, it led right into this. I mean, Matt Adams was, you know, spotty appearances, three pinch hit appear- play, three pinch hit appearances, two starts, six of fourteen, man, with six RBIs. That's getting it done in a in a, in a pinch hit role. Sat out one game, pinch hit three times, and had two starts, getting six RBIs. That's big time. And is that two more tonight with two more dongs? Good for you, Matt Adams. That's the kind of guy we need. Instant offense off the bench. A guy I left you trust in late innings to Tie a game up at yeah. any time. So we had we had that in Adam Lind, um, although he wasn't lefty, was he? Was he? He was a lefty. Oh yeah, he was lefty. Very similar players. Yeah, we had very similar players. Um, Adams was a couple years younger, um, and we got him a little cheaper. At Inciarte, I was checking to see if if Trey had, still had the uh, lead on the uh, major league lead for steals. Yeah, he's one back. He was one back last night, and he got thrown out tonight for the first time. Yeah. But hey, man, did you see that slide last night on the tag up on the fly to right field? Ridiculous. I mean, I have not seen a more athletic slide. He didn't even know. He not, said he thought he was out. He, uh, he, he after the game, he was like, "I thought I was out." He lifted his right arm, went in with the left, overshot the base, rolled over under his back, put his right leg up, and retapped his left leg. I mean, it was like a game of Twister after fifteen cocktails, and he couldn't imagine if he was in or out or whatever Silly. happens at the end of a game of Twister. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. Well, exactly. Who knows? You're in or you're out. I mean, if you're playing it in the basement, or if this is more of a like an out patio situation. Who knows? It seemed to be a second base situation, from what mm-hmm. I noticed on the TV. Well. But uh, let's not forget about Howie Kendrick, just uh, that veteran presence, the guy that we anticipated coming off our bench, and that's what we've talked about. When you got all these guys plugged into starting positions, that really thins out your bench, and it's tough, and it's tough to win late inning games, and it's tough to win the one run games, which I think we won our second one with Roark start the other night, and we've lost at least three or four. That used to be our thing. One in one run games was something that we were damn good at with uh, the staff and the uh, law firm heading into the second half of last season. But Howie had a bunch of extra base hits, three doubles, two home runs, three three ribbies, eight for 21 in the week. Big old week by Howie, man. Not, thank God we got him. Second on the team in hits. Yeah. Overall. He's a professional hit. You don't have a 290-plus average if you're just not a skilled, skilled batsman. Can I say batsman? You can. Uh, yes, you can. You should, Thanks. in fact. Uh, I'm trying to think. Does he have... Who has the... He's close to the league lead in doubles. I, I don't know if it's... He's a doubles machine. Uh, he's, he's third. He's no Tony Two Bags, but he's a doubles Man, machine. Man, Braves at every turn. Uh, Inciarte beating Trey Turner in steals. Ozzy Albies and Freddie Freeman, um, both with a couple with a double more than Howie Kendrick. I mean, Freeman's just... Hmm. Freeman's a son of a bitch. Yeah, he he's is. a great baseball player. He's, he's one of two hits. He's one of those guys that you watch play and you say, I, I wish he was a gnat. You know, uh, you used to like the way he goes about it. That sweet lefty swing is something to watch. He's a stud, man. I, I wish he played somewhere else. We didn't have he didn't have to hurt us the way he does. I'm not excited about Ozzy Albies. I think it's Albies, yeah. the Netherlands I'll, guy. I'll let you deal with old. the pronunciations of all Netherlands folk. I mean. He has nine home runs. He's batting 293. Yeah. He's 21. He's only 5'9". For some reason, I thought he was like 6'3". He is a second baseman, I guess. Never mind. I'm not afraid of him anymore. All right. Well, I'm good. I'm over it. I'll be, I'll be fine with that as well. You'll be fine? I, Nicely done. If I could just say that, uh, hey, Michael A, two dongs, two doubles. You can see his bat heating up and his athleticism on the outfield. We've been talking about him. Big week for the boy. Don't want to leave out 
My man Stevenson, five for eleven. Andrew's coming up, and he's showing a little pop. Batting for uh, he, I mean, he, you know, he's not considered one of our starters, but uh, he, no. you know, otherwise, he's well over three hundred. Yeah, these were guys that were uh, getting it done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular, regular starters yeah. is what I was saying. But yeah, he's he certainly looks good, man. I love the way he plays the game. He's everywhere. He's a hustle box. He's he plays hard as hell. He's. I love having him out there, especially coming off our bench. But I didn't imagine that this early in the season. Unfortunately, do we talk about the negative stuff? Yeah, because, well, uh, I mean, Zimmerman didn't have the greatest week. I mean, he's back, he's kind of back. He's but he's not. He's, he's still below, he's back below two hundred. He, he went three for twenty-one this week, yeah. and I was shocked to see that because man, last week was his week. But whatever, he'll be there. He'll be there when it matters. He's got to keep him healthy. We got to get got to get him warm. You know. Murphy comes up from Florida when as soon as the weather changes. We got to keep Zimmerman down in Florida maybe until May next year. You know he's fourth in the team in at bats, um, so he's up there. You know Turner, Kendrick, Taylor, Zimmerman, and Harper yeah. are all all the top top guys. So he's getting he's getting at bats. Um, I don't know people. I don't know that people are necessarily pitching him around him, um, but uh, he's certainly getting he's certainly getting pitches when he's batting around Bryce Harper. Yeah. He's had some opportunity. He's, uh, it's not clicking for me. It'll get there. Hey, you saw the glimpses last week. He was outstanding. And, and just like Harper, these things are going to happen. You know, Harper goes three for 18 last week. I'm sure he's feeling... T- that, that shot tonight was humongous. Mm-hmm. What, what a big deal for him moving forward. This is, uh, this is something you, you want to avoid having Zim and Harper have the bad week. And I think in turn, we saw what happened offensively to us. And uh, you know what? There's other teams that we play against that they got good players, Ken. Like you talked about Atlanta right there, the Mets got that pitching. You know the NFC, the, the, the NFC East, East. NFC East. <laughs> the NL East. It's no joke. I mean, obviously, no one's worried about the Marlins. I get that, but we should look around be. there. Thirteen and sixteen teams should be worried about a lot of people. No, I don't. I don't look at the curly W on a hat and think thirteen and sixteen. I, I know. Think, I think let's get the big dogs back out and let's see what happens. No excuses, but let's get the big dogs out and then see what happens. Well, we're off to a good start for for this week. We're in the middle of a four-game set hosting the Pittsburgh Pirates um, while our Washington Capitals battle the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, and we stay we stay at home to host the Phillies in a weekend set, um, which is always a big deal, uh, despite. I don't know, despite whatever, I mean, you could have a you could have a Scherzer Arietta game, and you're likely to see a Scherzer Arietta game. We are, and Arietta's been ripping it up. Yeah, he's playing well. Yep. I mean, he's he's, he's no Scherzer, um, but what is he three and one? I mean, he's doing just fine. Yeah. Someone's got to get wins for Philadelphia. He's up there statistically across the board, and I know people are going to say blah blah blah, but listen, let this 162 unfold. I'm going to say it until 161. Let this season unfold. I look at five and a half, and I think. Man, if we were down five and a half with 11 games to go, I'd still think we were in it. Yeah. A lot more than 11 games to go. We're going to be fine. The next time we, t- we, we, we talk, we'll be uh, in the middle of a road series in San Diego on the beginning of a West Coast swing um, that uh, tr- goes into a four-game set in Arizona. Uh, Max Scherzer, by the way, if you're listening to us, you already know, he just knocked in Howie Kendrick for an RBI Helping his own cause. That's how Max does it. 
Uh, I, I love you know how lucky we are to have Max Scherzer. Know, he's fun. He's just God damn, he's fun as hell. There's a reason why he's the primary focus of not well of course we're it's the Nat shifts, we'll get the Nats on. Um, but you know, you do have the caps and penguins on, and we are making a, a, a choice to watch must see Max Scherzer. God, it's a at great that. piece of hitting. Uh, yeah, and everyone here knows it. We're telling someone stuff they already know, but we are uh, narrating TV, which is also another thing we do in the basement. <laughs> it's impossible not yeah, to. What, are we to. supposed to turn it off and pretend that we don't love this squad? Yeah, we have to figure out a, something to do about call, to call Tuesdays. The opportunity to potentially go four in a row, I'm not trying to say Strasburg is a given against Nova because uh, he's not, but um, God. If we can get something going before we go get you know before we go out west for whatever reason I mean I think we we will do just fine against the Padres and Diamondbacks Diamondbacks are very good but West Coast swings aren't necessarily the greatest on East Coast teams um, throughout the year in every major sport so in this homestand uh, you know six games starting tonight that we have to I mean I think I'm, it's got to be a four and two situation in my opinion. What we talk about when Pittsburgh comes to town, crazy ass things happen. This could be the springboard to get us going here. All of a sudden, we take four in a row from Pittsburgh, and I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm just saying. I know. Uh, 18 inning games, no hitters, Strasburg debuts. We've had all kinds of stuff that we talked about. Every time Pittsburgh comes to town, things get shooken up a little bit. Yeah. And Lord knows we needed some shaking up going on. We're just not a three and three a week type team. We're, no, we're no, four, exactly. We have four, to have two, a big week minimum. Yeah. And. I, If we can get to 500, I mean, shoot, if we can get to 500 uh, before we get on the plane to go out west, I think you're really talking about something. Um, To get to 500, we'd have to do what? We'd have to go 5-1? and Yeah. We'll be 14-16 and at the end of tonight. 14-16 with with five games to go. I'm I'm saying we're up seven in the sixth. Uh, I'm not that guy, but with Max on the hill, sometimes you're allowed to say stuff like this. Don't don't don't, don't get, come attack me. But and yeah. the other thing is, we get Scherzer again on, in, in the homestand. Mm-hmm. So that's that's two you know two games right there. Um, and, and you throw in a Strasburg, and, and I, I I love Tanner Roark the way he's going right now. I mean I, I I'm kind of I know Gonzalez is doing what Gonzalez does, but um, you know I, I, to me Tanner's our number three. Uh, it, it's like very at the second you know at my at this very second. His consistency has been ridiculous, man. Just this yeah. week, he threw for six and seven innings. And, and I love and, Gio. I and love both Gio. Games, both those games that he pitched for six or seven, both games he gave up six hits. You know, a couple earned runs and one, four in the other. He got the loss there, but he gives up a home run here. Four strikeouts, two balls. I mean, two walks. The guy is bringing you six-plus innings, night in, night out. And that's what our pitching staff did last week. Yeah. And with that bullpen, we should have been able to win more than three games. You know, we got to get these bats going. we got to unfreeze them. We gotta get the spring thaw out and, and let him have at it. That seems to be what's happened here tonight, and uh, let's keep that thing moving. Let's get that Pittsburgh magic. I love, I love the Pittsburgh rivalry that we got going on on a Tuesday night here in town. All Pittsburgh teams in DC, and we talked about it. I, I got said, no love for Pittsburgh in any I said way. You would love it. The, the pregame deal with the Nats. We're all dressed in caps hats, ca- caps lids. Coaches, players. Let's go, Caps. You know, David Martinez gets it. He gets it. He understands it. I've I've watched Caps-Penguins playoff games from the center field bar uh, for, for Nats games at least once a year almost for the last – I mean, certainly for the last two years. Um, I love going to Nats games 
to watch the the Penguins Caps game. I think it, it's just a lot of fun for yeah. uh, for me. Um, and when, I'm not doing it this year. Maybe I will do it. Maybe it will happen for me. You know, in this homestand, maybe I'll end up at a game and do the same thing. I think it's the best possible way to watch the Pittsburgh uh, Washington hockey series. Thursday night would be your opportunity. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, with would that still be Penguins? Yeah, that'll be the fourth game in the Penguin. Oh, the uh, Pirates set. It'll be, it'll be number four. Yeah. Yep. And uh, and game four, fourth in the fourth in the in the baseball series and four, game four. Yeah. Hmm. In the Pittsburgh DC weekend. You know, I don't hate Pittsburgh fans. You know that uh, the, the hockey guys can be a little. Uh, they, they've won nine out of ten series against us. I, I hate it. the teams. I do too. Worse than the fans. Worse than the fans. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think, I think that's a good way of... Because with Philly, I hate the fans and I hate the teams, but I think I probably hate the fans more. Agreed. Dallas, same way. Agreed. New York, probably almost you could say equal. I mean, I don't have love for New York fans, but I don't hate them the way I hate Philly fans. No, nah, and I don't hate, like, Eli. We talked about Jeter earlier. Yes, I hate the Yankees, and I was yeah. not a... But I, I had a hard time hating Jeter. Apparently, it's yeah. it's way it's way easier to do that of late. Yeah, he but, turned into a rich douchebag. <laughs> yeah. A billionaire douchebag, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Brian Gumbel is mentally weak. Can't wait to see him on the golf course. I mean, he's getting out there, but you know, you, you attack talking. a competitive guy, you, you're gonna, you're gonna get it. You're, you're gonna get it right back in your face. So, I hope. I mean, I hope that that ownership group is dedicated to to winning. And I'm not, you know, I, I hope I I, I I bet Jeter always wants to win. I don't think that Jeter wants to lose in any way whatsoever. But I think that sports fans. Have to understand, we've, and we've been taught hard, hard lessons uh, as a group that some guys just want to make money. And professional sports is that you have the ability to buy a professional sports team. Uh, guess what? You can. It's like a money printing machine. Yeah. Um, so good for them. I hope this what they're doing has like a uh, you know a good result. It's better for baseball if there's not teams that are just trying to make money. It sucks. It sucks the life out of the whole league when you have teams like that. The Reds at one point, you know, were, were a drain. Um, the, the Cardinals uh, with that ownership group was at the Bidwells. Um, you know, teams that, and that, the scratch on the surface, but owners that only, you know, their, their uh, definition of success and their bottom line was uh, money, not, not wins. Well, yeah. Some people aren't showing up to buy a $15 cotton candy. They'd rather shove it up that guy's ass. My point is, if you can fill that stadium up and and, and do that, then then why not? Yeah. And Miami, let's be honest, of course Jeter wants to win. They want to win. This is how they've started this process, but this is round three of them doing that yeah, down there. I know. This, they have tanked and tanked before Jeter ever became a part of this. He has now become the face of it. They got. They've had the. They've had two different ownership groups come in and do everything I just said that fan bases hate. Yes. And they've done it well. Yeah. Um, and they even won a World and Series. And they won a World Series. Once well, doing when it. you have Levon Hernandez, you yeah. know, it makes it a little easier. Uh, 1-1. They won with Josh Beckett six years later in between tankings. Like, this is just something that they do regularly. Tank, World Series. Tank is a terrible, terrible uh, bit of model for tanking. Yeah, because they... I, they, they it, it, it's like <laughs> it, the last thing you want is for it to work for anybody. I know it. Um, so, but you know, I think the Redskins have have tanked a couple times and not made the most of it. And I think the the um, the Nationals. I, I, this is why. And this is what we'll go out on. We're talking about the Nationals and why this podcast started and, and what, why they stand out from all the other organizations because we've never had an ownership group 
outside of the Major League Baseball owners who didn't give a crap about us. And sold us for scraps and parts before That's right. they, they reached Washington, D.C. All, we've done nothing but develop. Uh, we traded water while we developed uh, our farm system. Cast and those guys did an amazing job with our farm system. Rizzo did an amazing job. Um, in, I, I think in general, we, we, we've only gone up. Our organiz- you know, our life history is, is short, yeah. um, but we'd suffered through the early years in RFK when, you know, you had journeymen at every position and you didn't have a whole lot of youth and you, then you got Ryan Zimmerman. Well, and- hold on just real quick because yeah. one of the, it's very important to the narrative of this story is when they showed up here after they were sold off, I mean, there was nothing. We had nothing. Frank Robinson makes us 81 and 81 with yeah. a bunch of nobodies. It was like a movie to me. I believe we were in first place at the All-Star break, and John Smoltz was talking about who he was worried about, and he was worried about the Nationals. That team did not have anyone to speak of that belonged to be in first place anywhere. That's what was exciting to me. Yeah. We didn't get a shiny new toy. We knew what was going to happen, and then we suffered greatly for multiple years. Yeah. And 2012 came, and um, we're a contender, we're, and we are absolutely a team that is never going to lose out on a Bryce Harper kind of player because we're not good enough or we don't have the right... Uh, I mean, this the Washington Nationals are set up to be good for a very long time. We have a rich, we have one of the richest owners in all professional sports who has shown he'll spend the money, um, and they've been spending it wisely. Yes, Max Your Scherzer. Freaking draft picks have tr- worked out great. Yeah. Um, so... Sion Award winner wanted to come here. Yeah. I mean, that happened. You're right. No, of all our teams, the, these guys are giving us everything we could possibly ask for as fans, and I I get the that it hurts because because for the Nash, for Nationals fans, yeah we we have some pain, but that pain is completely um, it's hard to sometimes it's hard to nail exactly what it is because we also wear you know uh, Caps playoff losses, we also wear. Um, Redskins crappiness and playoff losses over the last 10 years. And we also, you know, where the Wizards playoff losses. So the Nats don't benefit at all. I was hoping you were going to be finished soon. Yeah, right? <laughs> and the DC United haven't won a, haven't won a title <laughs> in, in 20 years. Damn it. Sorry. Um, oh, that counts. So that's not, that, but that's not the Nats' fault. But I think that, you know, we get to the playoffs. We expect this team to get to the playoffs when we get there and, we, and our stomach knots up. Um, and that's just not all on them. Like, all right, well, then, as fans, let's dig our damn heels in. Let's get us through this 13, 14, and 16 start. Mm-hmm. Let's get us into some good weather. Let's, you know, I'm not saying you have to show up at the stadium and drop money. I'm just talking about out on the streets. Let's be aware. It takes a little grit. Let's show some elbow grease here as fans. Let's not quit and go on the back and forth bandwagon of we stink or, oh, all right, this is, uh, it's, it's already May or blah, blah, blah. Let's not panic. Let's look at what we got. Yep, and let's let's realize what we don't have right now and see what we're doing. We're up ten nothing right now. It's make, about to be three in a row. Make it eleven, uh, and we are go, we are going to be fourteen and sixteen. And so I, I my goal is to be no worse than twenty twenty. You know, obviously I'd like to be better than twenty twenty, sure. but I'm, I'd like to be cresting over being a five hundred level team. Cresting, cresting, and like stay slathering it with toothpaste. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. all right. We're going to be on the right side of 500 by the time 2020 happens or doesn't, or we're or better than 2020. Hindsight is 2020. Got it. Hindsight is 2020. And I, and I look forward to that. I like that challenge. Let's, 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 let's help the boys get there. Be better let's, than 2020. Yeah. Um, so that means we had six and four, for, you know, over the next 10 uh, would get us to 2020. And anything better than six and four, 
would, would be better than, than 2020. In case you're not doing the math at home. Carrying well, the one. That's two more Scherzer starts. So, yep. you know, now you're talking about, all right, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I just and two it. And two Strasburg starts. I love it. Strasburg at, at, at two and three, he's got to start popping here soon. And he will, because that's what he does. All of a sudden, you'll notice that guy's, you know, 11 and four, and you'll wonder what happened to two and three. So, Max's ERA is going to be silly, it's, it's, too. When, it's bizarre. Because you know, he came in with a 1-6. It's bizarre. He's leaving with a better ERA than that, obviously. I believe that every batter he's faced since he's been with the Nationals, that uh, the opposing hitter gets a hit every seven to eight at-bats. That's crazy to me. One hit. So he, it, we're, we're in the sixth. At this point in time, you know, he's at 91 pitches. So by the time you listen to this, this decision will have already been made. We're up 11 nothing. Um, he's only given up two hits. He's at 91 pitches through six. But now he's been sitting on the bench as part of, and, and he was part of uh, the rally. In fact, I think he really started the RBI action in this inning, if I'm not mistaken. He barreled up a line drive into left yeah. field. With two outs. A pure swing, and it was... I, mean, I want to say we, all these runs are on two outs, which is huge, yeah. because two out run RBIs, um, we'd str- we have struggled mightily in the last two seasons. So do you, do you say, hey, hey, buddy, listen, it's 11 nothing. There's no reason to send you out there to throw another 10 to 12 pitches in the seventh inning. Um, you're done for the night. As you'd stare into rotations of brown eye, blue eye, and anger. Yeah. 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 I mean, do you, do you send, are you sending him back out for another inning? Uh, I think he commands it, demands it. He gets his seven expects innings. Expects it. You don't want to be around him for the next four days if you don't. So, you know. I know, but now he's been just hanging out for over 30 minutes. I know, but he's not human, All right. and, and he's a maniac. Of course I don't want to throw him out there anymore. He's up 11 nothing. I'm just telling you, we're talking about a different guy. His ERA has dropped to 1.4 currently. He's got eight strikeouts through six, given up two hits, no runs, has walked a guy. I mean... It's a generational talent we're talking about right here. Sick. One that you and I can agree upon. Yep. I love it. Yep. Well, until next uh, Tuesday, Kevin, hopefully uh, we're watching what we hope is the turnaround that... Well, it makes this team look like what, we, what we've said they are for the last, you know, three or four months. And just like we do it around here week by week. Let's get it done week by week. Let's have a winning week. Let's win this week. Let's win this week. Let's win this week. Win the week. That's what we're talking about. He's Kevin Ricca. Happy to be here. Thanks for listening. Go Nats. I'm Ken Marangolo. Go Caps. Yeah. And this was the Audible. The audible. I said this was the audible. I'm just stuck in on a I don't know how you don't Tuesday do it night. more often. I don't. I'm, it's amazing to me that you don't. So but we're not out yet. I haven't no. outroed all the way. I'm, no. I'm gonna ice chink a little bit because we worked in Redskins. We worked in we worked in cabs. We you know I even managed to talk a little bit about my Wizards pain. Yeah. What am I supposed to do here? I'll tell you what. What I am gonna do. I'm gonna win this week. I'm gonna start by winning this week, Kevin. We're gonna win the week. That's what we're gonna do. We're gonna win the week. We keep doing that, and guess what happens? A lot of wins. We're better than 2020. <laughs> John and Keegan, thank you, as always, for putting up with us. Yeah. Mom and Dad, you guys are the best. I love you. Yes. Family, great grandma. Appreciate you guys. On behalf of First Amendment Sports and Basement Podcast Studios all around this land, I'm Ken Marangolo, and this was the Nat Shift. Mealed it.